of the morning to you and welcome to our newest episode of Capital Markets Quickie from MVP Mind Value Partners. It was one crazy ride last year on the stock market and even crazier outside the stock market. Well, 2021 promises to be just as crazy and last week's drama in Washington DC proved that it takes more than just a pair of new numbers for things to actually change. My name is Andrit Sella, coming at you from Frankfurt, Germany, Europe's financial hub and home to the ECB. Let's take a closer look at what moved the markets last week. Now, even though last week brought some unfortunate, unfamiliar political and social events, the stock markets were off to a great start. Let's take a closer look at the weekly performance numbers. The S&P 500 closed the week with a positive performance of 1.83% and closed the year 2020 with 16.26%. Now hold on tight because it gets even better. The Nasdaq 100 actually had an even better year than 2019. The Nasdaq managed to close 2020 with a performance of 47.58%, which is nearly 10% higher than 2019 where the Nasdaq closed the year at 37.96%. Now, I know, I know there are a lot of analysts and experts out there claiming that the Nasdaq can't keep up that pace in 2021. But I also know that they said this thing last year and the year before that. And this year, well, the Nasdaq has had a good start so far. It closed the first week of 2021 with 1.68%. Now, even though I do agree that the air is getting thinner and thinner as we climb up the steep mountain of stocks, we should also remember that the stock market is a mechanism of supply and demand. As long as people are willing to pay higher prices to obtain stocks, then the stock market will just keep going up and up. Which, to be honest with you, has got me and other investors a bit worried because we're moving too far away from reality and the bubble just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Hmm, maybe I should make a special episode about valuations. I'd love to know what you think because, frankly speaking, people just don't seem to give a crap anymore about valuations. Now, moving on to the European markets. The Eurostox 50 had a promising start last week with a performance of 2.6% after finishing 2020 at minus 5.14%. And the stock market index here in Germany, the DAX 30, also had a good start to 2021 and finished the first week of the year 2.41% higher. And also 2020 wasn't all that bad. The DAX 30 finished the year at 3.55%. But the big surprise last week was the FTSE 100. Yes, I know FTSE, that sounds very funny. And that is the British Stock Market Index. The FTSE 100 was actually one of the worst performing indexes of 2020, closing the year at minus 14.34%. And well, we all know that is due to a number of factors, such as the whole Brexit ordeal and well, the beer illness. And speaking of beer illness, well, it seems to be spreading like fire in the good old island. The stock market, however, had a phenomenal start this year, ending the first week of 2021 at 6.39%. And now moving on to Asia, because the CSI 300 also had a very interesting start to the year, finishing the week at 5.45%. And 2020 wasn't all that bad after all either, 27.21% performance on the year. However, ladies and gentlemen, we haven't talked about precious metals and 
well, they had a pretty good year last year, but are off to a very bad start in 2021. Gold finished 2020 up by 25% and silver was the best performing asset in our MVP mine value portfolio, finishing the year at 48.15%. Not too shabby after all. However, gold closed the first week of 2021 at minus 2.57% and silver at minus 3.8%. 9%. Should we be worried? Well, with Biden stepping into the Oval Office and with new stimulus packages on the pipeline, gold and silver are likely to continue their upward move. And last but not least, the US dollar. Well, we've talked about the dollar in previous podcasts and 2020 proved that even the world's leading currency can have a bad year. When compared with the euro, the dollar lost about 9.07% in 2020 and is off to a good start in 2021, gaining some ground on the euro as it finished up by 11 basis points last week. So those were the numbers for 2020 and the first week of 2021. Now, what happens next and more importantly, what is likely to happen after Joe Biden steps into the Oval Office and after 2021? Well, no one knows for certain. I think that much should be obvious by now. But there are some interesting pieces of statistics before we end today's episode of Capital Markets Quickie. Broadly speaking, the S&P 500 has done well in the year after a presidential election, posting an average return of 2 point, excuse me, of 10.2%. And when a Democratic president took office following a Republican White House, the S&P 500 return in the following year was actually 14.1%. Now let's make it a little bit confusing. When an election produced the same political party in control of the White House and Congress, the average return the next year was 11.8%. And when it was the Democratic Party in control, which is the case, the market returned 13.7% and the market is the S&P 500 in this example. So what could possibly go wrong here? Well, if we knew what could go wrong and right, we wouldn't stick around long enough to find out now, would we? And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes today's Capital Markets Quickie. To all of you listening from every corner of the globe, I wish you all the best and stay tuned for our next episode on Sunday, January the 17th.